So, welcome back to Cybersecurity with Cyberpilot, our podcast. Today, for the third time in a row, I have Sarah with us um, because we are going to talk about some of the same stuff. So, welcome back, Sarah. Thanks. Yes. Today, I think uh, we're going to talk about 11 tips on how to do awareness training. So, the first episode I had with you was about why aware employees are important. The next one was different ways you can do uh, awareness training, so different methods. And then today we'll talk about when you've chosen all that, the tactics, and you're actually doing courses, uh, small courses, then what are 11 important tips how to get it done right? Yeah. Yeah. So we can just jump straight out in. We're going to jump a little bit fast through them because this podcast is not going to take an hour. We are aiming for 15 minutes, so we can do it on a quick walk. But that also means we have only about a minute for each tip. So uh, bear with us if yeah. it goes a little fast. You could say it's a micro-learning podcast. It's a micro-learning right. podcast. Please, please. <laughs> exactly. So the first tip, it is to uh, get your employees on board. Yeah. And getting your employees on board is an essential part of succeeding with any kind of training or employee program because the employees are the ones who are going to be doing it and you have to have their approval in order to succeed with it. Yeah. So if you need a lot of resistance, then it's not going to succeed mm. in the end. Yeah. And I think that goes straight to uh, the second uh, tip, which is getting the leadership buy-in. So they also need to be on board. Yeah. The employees are part of the picture and so are the leaders. Employees take their cues from how leadership talks about something and acts about something. And so it really flows down from the top. So you have to have the leaders prioritizing security training, doing the training themselves and making it known that they're doing it themselves so that everybody feels like the whole company is a part of this. Exactly. So I think in the end, we could have switched these around mm -hmm. and saying the first thing is actually to get the leadership buy-in because then it will be easier to also get the, the employees on board. Yeah. But uh, but now we took it in this direction. <laughs> and I think the third tip is something that can uh, can help doing exactly that, uh, getting leadership and employees on board. Because the third tip is that you need to show personal and company value of security training. Yeah. A lot of times we need to know why we're doing something to feel like it's important to do. Um, and you can kind of explain this depending on who you're talking to. Maybe if you're talking to your leadership, you want to talk about uh, the cost of a security breach or what an average downtime might be from a security breach, which could be actually anywhere from nine hours to 18 hours. Um, or you could bring in some statistics about how over half of the medium-sized businesses that experience a breach have to go out of business within six months. Yes. So those are some serious things that you can um, share to get people to understand why it's important. Um, you can also show the personal value of security training by showing how the tips that you're teaching your employees to protect their company can also protect themselves if they apply it to their personal lives, like uh, having shown passwords for their bank accounts or emails for their personal life um, and not using public Wi-Fi on their personal devices also. So the tips are transferable. Yeah. Yeah. So for the leadership, it's about showing a company value. It's often money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how can it affect your revenue mm -hmm. or your business? Mm -hmm. And for the employees, it's more the softer values, how can it actually help in their everyday life so yeah. they don't lose personal data or get scammed with the mm -hmm. bank accounts or something like that. And oftentimes, if you see the employees are practicing the skills in their personal lives, 
it's just a habit and I'll start practicing it in their work lives also. Exactly. Um, but let's jump to the fourth tip, which is keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, this is a really big thing to, to focus on when you're trying to succeed with awareness training. Um, a lot of people think you have to teach everyone the, the nitty gritty so they know everything that uh, it's, there is to know about a topic. But the truth is we don't need to make our average employees IT security experts. They just need to know the bare minimum of what they need to do to protect their organization. So they don't need to know how IT systems work or complicated things about different types of phishing. Um, they just need to know very basics. What's a strong password? What is personal data? How does phishing work? Um, and then you can give it to them in a language that they understand also. That's a big part of it. So uh, it's tempting to use the jargon, but try to cut it out as much as possible. Yes. And they don't, another example could be, they don't need to know all the different terms for different kinds of phishing. Yeah. They don't need to know what phishing is, quishing, yeah. whale phishing, all those things. Just put them under one umbrella mm -hmm. and keep it simple. Basically. Exactly. That's a great example. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the, these are to the fifth tip, which is uh, give it in small pieces, because I think that goes hand in hand with keeping it simple. Mm -hmm. But if you want to keep it simple, then you shouldn't make it too long either. Mm -hmm. So make small courses, make fast courses, make small initiatives. Yeah. You don't want to overwhelm people. They have a lot going on in their everyday work life. And this training is only a small piece of that. Yeah. So um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's also difficult to do actually mm -hmm. so keep it short and simple yeah um but i think that can take us to the sixth tip we are talking a little bit fast but we have a lot of tips to go through but we're halfway there um, number six is provide relevant content mm -hmm. relevance is so key here um, because if your employees are feeling that this isn't relevant to me they won't feel motivated to participate in it um, and so there's a few things you can do to keep the content and the training relevant. One thing is to use everyday normal person language. So not using complicated IT security terms that people have to use a dictionary to look up uh, to understand. So simplify it, make it easy to understand um, and use that everyday language people will understand. Yeah. And I think it also, one thing is that it should be topics uh, and everyday language yeah. and topics that they know, but it's also using examples that mm -hmm. is relevant for them because yeah. some consequences of a ransomware attack might be a real consequence for a company or for the head of IT, mm -hmm. but it might not be relevant for the one who sees the course. Mm -hmm. So make the example something where the reader or the, the colleague or the employee understands that example. Um, is that a computer getting locked? It's not necessarily the servers getting locked, even though that might be a bad example because that might need to be something that you also say. But I think you get the point that you don't have to tell them that a backdoor gets installed. Yeah. It, they don't need to know that. Um, yeah. They just need to know what happens to them and the company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and tip number seven is make it interactive. This one's also pretty self-explanatory, and I know we've talked about it on previous episodes of the podcast, but basically the point here is to make it as engaging as you can. Um, a lot of us can become pretty bored by just reading something, especially if it's long. So uh, try to make it interactive and interesting for the end user so you can uh, add a little juice here and there. Some ways to do that are adding a quiz, 
or asking some questions throughout the training that you're doing to kind of jolt their attention back to what is at stake here. Yes. And it doesn't have to be big. I think it's just mm -hmm. small quiz, as you mentioned, yeah. can be enough just to make them stub up and actually think a little bit mm -hmm. because that's also makes it easier to remember in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Number eight is convenience is key. Yeah. And convenience is something that we're all looking for in every part of our life. If it's not easy to do, it's probably not going to get done, at least not within a good time frame. It's very easy to just uh, put something off if it's not fun to do. So this also goes for security training and to make training convenient for your colleagues. What you can do is um, provide the training in a timeline that works well for them. So allow, you can send it out and say, you know, maybe complete it within a week or something like that so that there's no pressure to do it immediately because if they feel like they're failing immediately, it's, you're not going to win them back. So, um, give them the chance to succeed with it being convenient. Um, also if you're doing e-learning that makes it very, very convenient because people can take the training when it suits them instead of just at one time of the day. Um, and then making it easy to find additional information if they need some help. Yeah. So. It's like everything else in life. You want to do it when you want to do it. Mm -hmm. So don't force it down on them. Um, and I think it also, again, these tips goes hand in hand. So that's also doing it in small pieces also makes it more convenient. Keeping it simple also makes it more convenient. Mm -hmm. So it's all the same goal here. It is to make it as simple as possible um, and do it so it fits your employee's calendar and not your calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine. Use varied learning methods. Yeah, we've talked about this also. Um, this is basically saying we need to spice up the learning to make it interesting and engaging for employees. And some ways you can do this are if you're using e-learning, you can also add in some uh, in-person conversations, some visual reminders if you want to put posters on the walls or have some uh, landing screens that talk about security. You can do phishing simulations to show people what an actual phishing email looks like in their inbox. Whatever it is, uh, just try to switch up the types of learning you're doing so that you're not getting too bored and too comfortable in one kind. Yeah, because the boring is the killer, Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. So do different things. See what happens. Yeah, spice it up. Spice it up. Number 10, continuously learning wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is our, our favorite metaphor is... Uh, Treating security training like going to the gym. You have to do it continuously in order to see any kind of real gains and improvements. So you can't just take one security course and call it a day. You can't go to the gym once and be strong a year later. Um, you just have to keep doing things over and over again over time. Yeah, exactly. So if you have a, a long course, split it up into five small courses mm -hmm. and do it over five months instead. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Spread it out because then both come smaller and you do it again and again. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. And it'll win because people will actually learn and they'll do it. So it's a win-win. Yes. And that leads us to the last, but maybe also could be the most important tip of them all. And then this, that is to uh, follow up on the training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when we're talking about following up on the training, there's kind of two sides to following up. Yeah. One is following up to make sure that people are doing the training. So if you're sending out courses, for example, you want to be able to check in and see, okay, has this person done their training? 
and support them if they need some help finding the time or accessing the training. Um, so that's one kind of follow-up just to make sure the training is getting done. The other side of follow-up is figuring out what works and what doesn't with your training. So after doing it for um, a few months, you'll start to see uh, what's going well and what's not going well. And in order to succeed over time, you have to try to target those things that aren't going well and adjust. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the whole key to awareness training. And maybe almost every project that you do is to always follow up and see what works and what doesn't. Um, and of course, if your employees are not completing the courses, then that's definitely one thing that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Then your next action is, how do I make them take the courses yeah. without forcing them? How, or maybe you should force them. That's uh, mm -hmm. totally up to you. But how can you do it in a way where they actually want to take them uh, and motivate them um, to do it? Yeah. As a um, the trainer yourself, you also have a lot of learning to do. So it's just important to remember that you are administering training, but you're also learning yourself how to best do the training. Yes. And it's all about creating that feedback loop because it's not just plug it in and then you're done with training. Mm -hmm. It's something that you can always do new things and do other things. And not because it has to be a big project where you always feel the pressure of coming up with something new, brilliant thing, but it can be like just small adjustments that makes it all a little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not because you need to reinvent the wheel every single month, but it's really important that you actually learn if it works or not. And if it's just, if it's working as it should, then of course you don't have to do anything. But if something is not working, then it's something to address. And I think that goes for almost every project that you're doing, that it's good to to evaluate and somehow measure if it works. And mm -hmm. you can do that with looking at completion data mm -hmm. or maybe just ask some employees what they think about the training. Yeah, feedback is so important here. Uh, the more you can talk to your employees and ask about their experience with the training, the more information you'll have to better improve what you're doing. Yeah, you're really uh, reliant on the feedback you get. Mm -hmm. Because if not, you are also kind of shooting in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, the 11 tips. So uh, we hope they help together with the, the different learning methods. And then you are ready to go and uh, do some awareness training. See you.